choosing the wrong end of the life continuum to stake out my career. Aren't children so much cuter? my mother would say. I thought of going into pediatrics. I love children and babies and have two little ones of my own. The difference for me has always been the stories. Children are a blank canvas, portraits waiting to be drawn. When we look at them, their lives just beginning, we feel a sense of renewal and an expanse of infinite possibility. My older patients, on the other hand, are like rich paintings, and boy do they have stories to tell. On my best days, I can look at them and see all the way back to their childhood. I think of their parents, long gone now, the places they've been, the things they've seen. To me, it's like looking through the other end of a telescope, back to the beginning. That's why Steerhouse looks beautiful to me. That and the fact that it's a pretty nice place, as nursing homes go. The large, atrium-like windows flood each floor with light on sunny days, and on most days there's music coming from the piano in the lobby. And then there's Oscar. I'd like to say I was the first one to notice his peculiar abilities, but I wasn't. Thankfully, there were others who were more astute. The unit had been empty that summer morning back in 2006, except for a pair of eyes that glared at me from atop the nurse's desk, like a warden cautiously evaluating a visitor to her facility the questioning eyes sized me up to determine if I'd pose a risk. Hello, Maya. How are you? The pretty white cat made no move to greet me. She was consumed by the act of licking her front paws. Where is everyone, Maya? Aside from the cat, the third floor was strangely quiet. The hardwood-tiled corridors were vacant, the only signs of life were a few randomly placed walkers parked next to patients' doors. Empty now, these four-sided walkers seemed strange and unwieldy, like an imaginative child's tinker toy creation abandoned after play. At the far end of the east corridor, the morning light shone through the large picture windows, illuminating a broad swatch of the hallway. I was looking for Mary Miranda, the day-shift nurse. Mary is the source of all knowledge on the unit, a central intelligence agent who knows not just the story of every patient, but of Steerhouse itself. Though she's not technically in charge, there's little doubt among the physicians and staff as to who actually runs the floor. Mary is the maternal figure for each resident, and she is fiercely protective of her children. Nothing happens on the unit without her knowing about it. Even her supervisors have been known to defer to her. The doors to the residents' rooms are generally closed this early in the morning, and room 322, where Mary was performing AM care on her patient, was no exception. I knocked on the door and heard a muffled voice telling me to hold on, 
As I waited in the hallway, I studied the corkboard display of family pictures attached to the wall outside Brenda Smith's room. Mrs. Smith's full name, Gertrude Brenda Smith, and her date of birth, January 21, 1918, were stenciled in block letters on a rectangular piece of paper at the top of the corkboard. Each letter had been cut from construction paper and meticulously decorated with beads and other trinkets, the loving effort of some grandchild, no doubt. Underneath the artwork there was a black-and-white photograph of a beautiful young woman in her early twenties. She wore dark lipstick that contrasted with her pale face, and she was fashionably dressed in a 1940s summer outfit. She was walking arm-in-arm arm with a handsome man in a navy uniform.